Welcome everyone to the So Weird Podcast. I'm Kathy. I'm Emily. And I'm Melissa. And for this episode, we're going to be going over the episode Snapshot, which production order it is season three, episode nine. But it aired a lot later than that. Um, it was actually the 13th episode of the season. Yeah. kind of interesting. I think that's the first time that's happened this season. Yeah. I'm not sure what, why the orders are all different in season three, because we kind of knew in season, was it one or two, why they were out of order. But season three, I never really knew why. I don't yeah. think there is a reason. Honestly, it doesn't really go, there's no linear plot, I don't think, throughout the season. So I don't think there is a specific reason. Yeah. Probably not. But in the previous episode, in Exit 13, they were going to Niagara Falls area. Mm-hmm. And so they're on the road, at least. And I think in this episode, they don't really say where they are. They just no. stopped to get some snacks and gas. Mm-hmm. I think it was mentioned. I just can't remember. <laughs> That's how forgettable this episode can be at some <laughs> points. <laughs> so what's the mystery of the week, guys? Stolen souls photographs. Yeah. Annie clearly states it in the intro that, you know, ooh, in some cultures, they think that taking a picture steals a person's soul. I think it's a very interesting concept. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that before. I yeah. don't know what culture she's talking about. Uh, Native American. Uh, I think... A lot of different Native American tribes uh, have that belief. I've heard it before when I was a kid. I would hear that, like in spooky stories or something like that. But in this episode, Annie says when she was in Guatemala, like the Indians there, they wouldn't let anyone take pictures. Mm. Um, But yeah, I have heard of that. And this episode, clearly, that's what they're going for when they go into the studio and Annie sees this old-looking camera, and by old, she calls it (laughs) strange-looking. And Mm. um, when the picture gets taken, you can see, like, the green mist or whatever acting as the soul getting sucked into the camera. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys uh, think of uh, how the show portrays uh, people without their souls? Well, in this episode, they portrayed it as when it took their souls, it took, like, the good from them. So now all that's left is the bad, which is them acting goofy and silly and a little mean and all that. But we have had an episode where someone didn't have a soul, which was the James Gar episode. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I forgot about that. Wow. (laughs) So did I. Yeah, when he was in cryostasis uh, for so long that his soul was gone. That's what the whole episode is about. And he was so empty. Without oh. it, so it's I'm, like we've got we've done this before, and the, yes. the previous one was better portrayal. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. Like, ah, uh, I how could I forget that? That's one of my favorite episodes. But <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like the portrayal of soullessness in this episode wasn't very 
uh, nuanced, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They just seem like they're pulling pranks on each other. It's very goofy. And, you know, I'm used to, like, I've watched a lot of Buffy. So mm-hmm. uh, on Buffy, there's the whole idea of the soul and uh, vampires are soulless and they're cruel and, you know, apathetic and, like, very complex. And in this episode... I don't know. I just, I really hated the way they portrayed people without souls. <laughs> yeah. For me, that's my uh, primary problem with this episode. I think it just seems silly that the best way they can think of to show the soul being stolen is for everyone acting like juvenile delinquents. I feel like there's a much better way to get the point across and they're just not doing it. It's it just actually- a comparison of season one idea and season three idea. <laughs> yeah. Same yeah, idea. But... And then the different portrayals. It's like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked James Gar because we learned about what he was like before his soul was taken. And he was such a caring person. And then once his soul was gone, nothing mattered to him anymore. And yeah, this is just totally different. It's like not canon. It, it doesn't match with the previous canon at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, Kathy, because I knew there was something I was missing. (laughs) So I guess we can talk a little more specifically about some of the things these people are doing. Uh, There's a guy that's changing uh, Ned's oil, I guess. Uh, Stealing his oil. (laughs) Yeah, he's stealing his oil. Uh, The people that work at the grocery store are marking out the expiration dates and selling old milk. Um, It's just very juvenile stuff. Uh, the old lady stealing license plates yeah. and the doctor playing with uh, traffic cones. Yeah. Um, and of course, the twist is that, I guess, is it even a twist is that, you know, the other main characters get sucked in, their souls get sucked into the camera and they start acting goofy as well. Yeah, so. so we see Jack playing a lot of pranks in this episode. Uh, actually, Jack in this episode kind of uh, made me think of uh, when Brie Crew uh, possessed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's just the way he was talking, not quite with the accent, but the tone of his voice. But yeah, yeah. it reminded me of that, which I liked a lot, actually. Well... <laughs> Brie Crew is a, a trickster, so it makes sense. Yeah. And the same with Molly when she's acting up and, you know, it's like, oops, are you talking about me? That, that <laughs> reminded me a lot of her portrayal of Brie Crew as well. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not, they're just goofy. They're not like menacing or sinister. So it's like it downgrades that element to it of them being tricksters. Yeah. Yeah, and I know before we've talked about season three and how a lot of episodes are goofy. And I notice we see Molly, Jack, and Carrie, usually the ones, mm-hmm. totally acting different. And most of the times they're just acting funny, goofy, like in this episode or even in the previous episode. They weren't acting goofy, but they're the ones getting all the, like, the effects of whatever the town supernatural element is. Yeah, we'll, we'll see that later in like the carnival episode and so on. So it gave that those actors like a little bit different acting styles, I guess they could do. But 
Yeah. I, I don't enjoy it that much. Yeah, same, to be honest. I, I uh, do have parts of this episode that I do kind of like. I mean, it is funny. It makes me laugh. I can't completely hate something that makes me laugh. Uh, but at the same time, it's I've just become so critical of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so much I don't like. All the things you guys are mentioning. Yeah. What What did you find funny about this one? Basically, just how everybody is acting. Uh, at the, I don't like it, but at the same time, it just makes me laugh. So. <laughs> yeah. Like that. There were a couple parts where I kind of smiled because I thought it was a little humorous. Like uh, when Ned and Irene change back at the end and. Uh, they, they're standing by a car that they've just put shaving cream or something all over. And yeah, uh, yeah I think Irene says, I'd hate for this to be my car. And then Ned says, I'd hate to be the parents of the kids who did this. That was a little funny to me. Yeah. And uh, parts that I uh, found funny specific parts is uh, when Ned starts uh, chasing the guy or no, the woman who uh, stole his license plate then, I think uh, Molly starts chasing after him, or yeah. maybe Terry, then Molly, and then yeah. Annie. I don't know. And then uh, when uh, Carrie and uh, Molly and the others uh, come in, and Jack's uh, prank uh, fell on them in the water, and uh, everybody's laughing, and uh, Carrie's like, "I do not find this funny," or something. And Molly, and Molly's like, uh, "Yeah, <laughs> okay." It, it's always fun to see, you know, the actors that you like and the characters yeah. having fun and laughing and all that, too. But, um, so if we go beginning of the episode, yeah, they try to get gas and uh, they go to the little convenience store. And Annie's the one that's noticing, you know, people are acting weird. Yes. Then, uh, Annie and Jack go to a, a photography studio. And then Jack, all of a sudden, is like, man, I can see myself going into photography and studying it and doing it as a career. I'm like, uh, really? Where did that come from? No, that was just something added in for this one episode. Yeah, well, actually, in a future episode, too, The Muse. Yeah, yeah. true. But... You'd think there would be some hints to it, some foreshadowing in any way, and there just isn't anywhere. Yeah. In any of the earlier episodes. You don't I don't even need to know if you ever see him holding a camera. Early mm-hmm. on at least. No, that was clue. And that was a video camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you brought up that Annie was the one who noticed that uh everything was strange. And that's one thing that I did appreciate about this episode is that it didn't take Annie very long uh, to realize something weird's going on. I better contact V. <laughs> I, I did like that. I mean, it was before the second commercial break and she was trying to get in touch with V. So good job, yeah. Annie. <laughs> yeah. She saw it. She asked Jack and Jack's like, nah, or he's like, every town is a little weird or something like that. Every town has its quirks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she contacted Fee immediately, and then in previous episodes she did contact Fee as well. Yeah. She's coming to save the day. <laughs> well, no, not, not really. Like, Annie figured it out eventually on her own. 
Yeah. yeah. They didn't help at all. She's like, eh, let's talk tonight. There's a lot of stuff weird about cameras, which I just thought was not in character with Fee. I feel like she <laughs> well, would have something off like that. <laughs> the way that Annie figured it out, because um, Fee was asking me, do the adults have anything in common? And Annie just looked at a picture of her and her mom. And she's like, oh, photographs. Like, they all got their picture taken. Which yeah. Like a reach, but okay. Yeah. By that point, had she noticed the pictures and the people in them saying help? No. Um, I think so. It's after that she goes back into the studio and then they're all screaming at her. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of uh, how she recognized uh, the guy with the cones uh, in his photo that he took. She goes back and then they're all yelling at her. She can see that they're trapped, and then I'm like, "How does she? How is she able to see that? No one else, but I guess it's just that supernatural lightning rod thing that she has. I'm just gonna go with that. Whenever she can see stuff and others can't, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Because I, you know, I'm thinking, why didn't uh, the young girl working in the studio ever notice that the photos were doing that? But that's probably their excuse. Uh, what do you all think of the people screaming? Because I think it's super cheesy. <laughs> they don't seem to be really afraid. It's like a oh, kind yeah, of thing. <laughs> yeah. I agree. It doesn't really seem to have the effect they hoped it would. Yeah, it it kind of makes me laugh. And I the, don't reg- think that the was regular good. people that was okay, but then when it was the like Molly and Carrie and. They're screaming for help. That was like it, I never liked that. I always like cringed a little bit. <laughs> Just too over the top. Yeah, yeah, overacting. Whereas, <laughs> uh, and I think they probably wanted that with the way the episode's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, goofy. And but we've seen trap souls before in the strange geometry episode. You couldn't oh, see yeah. them, but we could see how they were trapped and couldn't get out and. Even Fee said, like, all these people are trapped here. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> there is a lot of uh, overlapping plot ideas <laughs> in yeah. this third season. So, now, <laughs> Although the uh, trapped souls in Strange Geometry, do they even realize they're trapped? I don't know. Because they seem to just be uh, wandering around doing their thing. That's true. So, yeah, Annie figures out that it's the camera, and then she goes with Phoebe, the younger sister working in the studio, to uh, someone's house because they went to a, they got the camera at a garage sale, mm-hmm. and uh, we find out that the previous owner uh, had taken a picture of himself. That's all we know about the previous owner. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him after that. Did- yeah, it was the the license plate lady. Yeah. Her husband, and then he's all like, it all went downhill from there. And mm-hmm. um, I think Annie mentioned where, or someone, the lady mentioned where the camera is from, but I missed it or I forgot. Uh, She said Cairo or some such place, so she wasn't really sure herself. Where is Cairo? Egypt. Uh, yeah, Egypt. Uh, okay. Cameras don't seem very Egyptian, though. <laughs> I just thought of that. Huh. I don't know. 
I guess we should mention that the young sister, Phoebe, is played by Emily Hart, who is Melissa Jones Hart's sister. And Melissa Joan Hart is the one who directed this episode. Yeah. Emily Hart, uh, along with Melissa Joan Hart, was in uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Emily Hart was also in uh, The Wonderful World of Disney and The Little Mermaid, too. Wow. Yeah. I don't think she's done a lot since no. this, though. Yeah, and since Sabrina. In terms of acting. I'm sure yeah. she's got a very fulfilling life. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was a promo on it that aired uh, for this episode where it shows Melissa Joan Hart talking about directing it. And um, it talks a little about her directing her sister and how she was tough on her, kind of a joking way. Yeah. Do you all remember seeing that when it aired, the promo? I do. I remember that. Season three, I have memory for <laughs> Season yeah. one and two, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember it too. Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart has went on to direct a couple, like made-for-TV movies, I think, and mm -hmm. um, like a few episodes of mm -hmm. Sabrina. She's still acting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she's producing. So, huh? Yeah, I just remember in the promo she was like, "I really want to get into directing," but yeah. she hasn't done too much directing since then. Yeah. Huh. And then uh, Donna, she was uh, played uh, by Emmanuel Bauger. I'm probably completely butchering that name, but she's pretty prolific in the film industry. Uh, but she doesn't show up in a lot of notable shows. I did notice uh, her from One Tree Hill, uh, Smallville. She's in uh, Saw 2 and 4 at CSI New York, as well as R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour. And also, unrelated, she's in Return uh, to the Cabin by the Lake, which I've never seen that, but I have seen uh, the movie that comes before that, which is Cabin by the Lake, when I was like 10, and I still have nightmares. It's a really uh, horrific horror movie oh goodness me i don't recommend it <laughs> unless you she, want nightmares she but. was also um she was also in an episode of supernatural that's really good called heart uh it's a really memorable episode with a mm -hmm. werewolf uh, but that's all i'm gonna say about that huh. <laughs> um the only other actor that i recognized was mark atchison uh I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but he was the guy that was uh, stealing the oil from the bus. Yes, yeah. he was. I recognized he, him. <laughs> yeah, he was an elf. He played the mailroom guy. Huh. Yeah, because uh, yeah, when I was watching it, this episode right now, I was like, Man, his face looks a little familiar. And then he did his laugh, and that laugh is like unique. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I've heard that laugh before. <laughs> and then so I, yeah, I searched his name, and he's like the mailroom guy from Elf, and I've seen that movie like a billion times. It's my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> and I love that part in the movie with him laughing with Buddy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So I guess we should talk about like the finale of this episode. I thought it was kind of interesting that uh, I mean, we realize 
basically in the intro who is causing all the problems and uh but we don't really see her until the end of the episode like don't yeah andy doesn't really interact with her at all so yeah uh fee meets up or call her fee oh my goodness <laughs> hey bingo card or take a shot what is it take a shot guys <laughs> anyway annie um i guess can and her sister confront what is her name donna donna yeah 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 and donna says that she has to uh keep taking the photos because uh, it's gonna the camera is gonna make her famous uh i guess and then uh what ends up what's what happens <laughs> well so yeah because annie's like something about the pictures and then they go into the dark room and annie's like oh the negatives and her sister uh donna she's like yeah it's gonna make her famous and She's trying to get the negatives away and to take them back, but they fall to the floor and one of them just rips. And then that's how they figure out that uh, by ripping it, that's how the souls can come back to the people. Yeah. It's as seems, easy as that. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say that it seems like an easy fix. <laughs> yeah, and then so they're going slowly one by one so we could see the audience, the, the react the reactions or whatever of the soul coming back and then people are like whoa what am i doing mm -hmm. and they find the sister phoebe's like oh there's a picture of you to donna and then like she rips it and then <laughs> in the most like monotone unclimatic mm -hmm. point of the episode she's like oh what have i done <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, that's another point that I always laugh at. I don't know why. It's just so stupid. It's hard to not laugh. Mm. You know, I, I kind of think it's clever. Yeah. But it's kind of heavily foreshadowed uh, that that's what's the case. Uh, you know, they mentioned that the previous owner took a picture of himself and then you see Jack take a picture of himself. So I, I guess it would have been a little more surprising. Oh, yeah. well, it surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched it. I was like, whoa. I thought she was just evil. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been more uh, fulfilling, I think, if she was just evil. Maybe, yeah. So yeah. she's like, oh, what have I done? And then, so the next scene, I think, is Annie, Phoebe, and Donna, and they're burning all the negatives. And the what? camera. Which is interesting. How does Annie have enough time to do that? Like, they were just stopping to get snacks. <laughs> well, <laughs> Maybe because everybody's goofing off? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. And then at the very end of the episode, um, they're on the bus, and everything's like everything seems like it's back to normal. Uh, and But Molly asks everyone if they want a snack. And then she takes an egg and cracks it over Jack's head. And they realize, oh, her picture hasn't been torn yet. Well, Annie realizes it. I don't think anyone else remembers. No. Nope. <laughs> Ugh, so <laughs> convenient. But the uh, younger sister finds it and tears it up as the bus is driving off. I think that's a cool little scene. I did yeah. like that when the bus is driving off. She's tearing it, hoping it goes in. Yeah, I, I like that ending shot too. Yeah, same. 
And like that's basically it. That's the whole yeah. episode. The whole episode is mainly like seeing everyone goofing off and Annie slowly figuring it out. And she figures it out. And that's it. Yep. I think uh I guess the only other thing I'd want to say is that when the characters, you know, start to realize that they're doing things uh they shouldn't be doing. I just think it's a little out of character for them to basically drop the stuff and run away. Like when Jack realizes he's teeping a house, he just like drops the toilet paper and acts like he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he would, if he saw something like that, he'd probably be the guy to help clean it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And same with Ned and Irene. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's just funnier, I guess, just to have them be like yeah it was it wasn't me <laughs> yeah it's funny i think like i think for everyone those are your two reactions like you know being the good person or if you're, you just don't have time just like leave let's just leave <laughs> i would probably just leave but <laughs> well, i'm just thinking of jack the chivalrous you know yeah. <laughs> which oh i guess he's not a chivalrous you know he's not a reincarnated knight anymore that just doesn't exist so <laughs> sadly yeah are we ready for ratings uh i am sure okay who wants to go first um i can go first okay so rating it like i don't hate the episode now that i watched it again very recently i don't hate it um i just don't like it so i guess i would just give it a so five out of ten halfway and same here i don't hate it but i don't love it it makes me laugh and um i guess that's its job and so i think i will give it like a six or six point five um i give this one a thumbs down i don't really like it it's not very funny to me um you know it just I guess this is another episode where the main characters change in some way. And we get a lot of those episodes in So Weird. You know, there's Mutiny where Ned gets possessed and is filled, uh, you know, by someone filled with anger. And, you know, I mean, Shelter when Fee turns into a dog. Mm -hmm. and even a few episodes before this in Bangleby where the guys all change and are acting like they're uh, from, uh, you know, the Stepford Wives or one of those. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all very polite. Um, so this one, this episode isn't really funny, uh, enough or interesting enough for me to justify its existence. <laughs> so I just got to give it a thumbs down. It's not, I don't hate it, but it's just not good enough for me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good explanation. <laughs> yeah. Feedback time. This is from Nasaya on our original season three ideas episode. And they said, in the Disney streaming services, new Disney is getting ready. They just announced that Ant-Man and Wasp will be the last Marvel movie on Netflix. They also said they will have more than 5,000 episodes of old Disney shows. So, so weird friends, cross your fingers and have faith that the many shows that will be on there will be so weird. Hmm. Um, I don't know. 5,000 episodes doesn't sound like a lot to me. 
Well, considering there's, yeah, and 65 episodes of all the old shows, uh, 5,000 divided by 65. Actually, 77. So, I mean, in theory, it could be on there. But that's probably including more than just Disney Channel shows, right? Yeah, probably. I, I personally hope Boy Meets World is one of those, but uh, yeah, it would be cool if it's so weird it was. Yeah, Boy Meets World is on Hulu, um, so and I know Disney owns like 60% of Hulu, so hmm. I'm not sure if Boy Meets World will stay on Hulu or what, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely hopeful, I mean... You got to have a little hope. So Yeah. I mean, as soon as we heard about this Disney streaming service and that they're going to have old shows, I was like, <laughs> the first thing we thought of, well, so weird to be on there. So we always are saying, like, we hope so. I have that as like the pinned tweet on our Twitter, on the So Weird Twitter. Like, you know, retweet this if you want So Weird on the streaming service. And um, I guess once it comes out next year, we'll see. And if it's not there, we'll just bug them <laughs> bug Disney. yeah well yeah. i think it's coming out the end of next year oh. or later next year so they're still finalizing everything obviously yeah. and um they continue saying also coming face to face with an alien and going into hell and everything else you're saying uh this was way better season three than what we got Dang Disney, but you can't blame them around the time that So Weird was airing. They also banned an old Disney Channel movie called Don't Look Under the Bed for being too dark. The movie is back now and does show up on the Disney lineup around Halloween. So you never know. Maybe uh, one day Disney will bring back So Weird now that they got out of their comfort zone with Owl House. Who knows? It could happen. Well, I, I didn't realize that Don't Look Under the Bed was banned. That's interesting. I didn't realize either. Mm. Yeah. Okay, you're giving me hope. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, you know, maybe we can set up some kind of, I don't know, feedback thing where we all send tweets and stuff to Disney <laughs> asking for <laughs> So Weird to be on the streaming service whenever they create a Disney streaming service Twitter account. <laughs> Or we can just declare a war on Disney until they uh, release so weird. <laughs> uh, I can't because I'm going to Disney uh, next <laughs> <time>. so. <laughs> But after that, maybe. Okay. Azin uh commented on Rewind. <laughs> uh, I had a problem with the mythos of this episode, too. And the cold open didn't really focus on it either. What I also found weird about her, found weird was Molly's uber interest in linguistics from her college days, and curiosity with uh, Carrie about the Hall of Artists incidents, because it felt like another instance of Molly standing in for free. Uh, aside from the underdeveloped unexplained mythos i did like jennifer and seeing molly in the studio again and talking about music as a point of comparison i think siren was able to accomplish what this episode didn't 
Wow. You know, I I don't think we compared that episode to Siren, but... I don't think so. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, obvious comparison right there mm-hmm. uh, with the two managers. Yeah. Didn't think of that either. Yeah, and I agree. Molly is totally standing in for Fee in that scene in the Hall of Artists or whatever. Uh, yeah, the Hall the of... The graveyard. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, back in my college days. And in my head, <laughs> I was like, what? She went to college? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you. Uh, our next comment comes from the Blu-ray kid on our James Gar episode. And they said the actor who plays James Gar was on a few episodes of River- Riverdale. Um, um, actually, he was only on one episode. I, his character is pretty forgettable. I don't even remember who he plays. <laughs> hmm. Well, I've never seen that show, but I hear it's good. I haven't it, either, it is, but... It is awesome. I'm kind of obsessed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's in it probably because he's a Vancouver actor. And Riverdale is shot in Vancouver. Yeah. Thank you. The next comment is from Rudig- Rudiger, maybe. <laughs> um, and this is on the Lost episode. They said, I enjoy the podcast. Just a quick note. It was Dion Warwick who was a part of the Psychic Friends Network. I remember seeing the ads on the TV when I was younger. I also Googled it. Huh, what is the Psychic Friends Network? It sounds vaguely familiar. I think in that podcast episode, Zach, I think, was talking about it. Huh. Really? I think so. Uh, if not, I'm just making things up. <laughs> was it like Madam Cleo or... Something like that? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, It says, okay, Wikipedia says it was a telephone psychic service operating in the United States in the 1990s. The company's infomercials were aired frequently on late night television at that time. Huh. So she was actually a spokesperson for the psychic friends Maybe she just did commercials. Hmm. Hmm. Which I think would make sense. This makes sense. (laughs) Um watching an episode of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt in season three, because they have Dionne Warwick, but, you know, another actor is playing her. Hmm. And, like, she's, like, on TV, and they're taking in calls for some <laughs> hurricane or, I think, hurricane service or whatever. So, you know what? This makes sense to me now. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Anyway, yeah. All right. Thanks. Didn't know that at all. Uh, next comment... Uh, comes from Azen Seti from the Exit 13 episode. I like how this episode uh, was a lot less confusing than Rewind, although it could have been a little clearer as to the extent of the source of the curse. I also got a kick out of Ziegler being perpetually stuck in a time loop at the end. Uh, especially in him being a white guy obsessed with disturbing and collecting from ancient tribal burial grounds. He definitely deserved it, and Instagab the popping in again was nice. Um, but I did find it funny how X13 had uh, such great internet reception, considering everyone else's bad luck overall 
it's still an enjoyable up for me. Uh, looking forward to your interview with Belinda. You know, those are uh, some great comments, and I like what you said about the internet reception. Uh, mm -hmm. I think, was it on that episode where they were talking about uh, how Annie wasn't getting any bad yes. luck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess it was just, she was having good internet reception. <laughs> yeah, that, that was her good luck. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought Ziegler deserved it, too. <laughs> Yeah, I you know, I was surprised by how much I liked that episode watching it. Um, I mean, it has its issues with uh, the portrayal of Native American culture and and all that. But uh, it, it was pretty amusing and and fun to me. Yeah. In the podcast episode, um, you guys were talking about how all three of you liked it. It was Melissa, Jimmy cat right i think yes. so yes <laughs> yeah so i think yeah the episode is enjoyable yeah for season three mm -hmm. but um yeah something that i don't think was brought up in that episode was the name exit 13 and um ziegler being in that time loop because that i think was a really interesting part of the end of the episode where you think that the once the rock is brought back together, then all the bad luck will be gone. And with uh, the crew, it was gone. But with Ziegler, he was still in that time loop. And maybe it's because he was the one that broke it originally. But I thought it, that was like a, kind of a cool ending. Yeah. Mm. And then with the, the episode name being Exit 13, like it didn't have to, the loop was in Exit 13, but it was about the rock. But 13 is an unlucky number, so I think that's why they went, or supposedly unlucky, mm -hmm. that uh, they went with that number. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. We have another comment on Exit 13 from Nisaya. They said, thanks again for reading my comments. Can't, can't wait for those interviews with the cast. Uh, love to listen to your podcast. And by the way, when I said I was sad to say goodbye to the show... Uh, you know, I know it's not over, but it is for me. After hearing a lot about season three and the season three we could have gotten, I don't think I will ever watch season three. I just don't think I like it after hearing so much about it. Uh, and not much for Mary Sue characters, which what a lot of people call Annie. Uh, so I don't think I'll check out season three, but I will keep listening to your podcast and I will keep the faith that maybe one day we will have the season three we wanted. Wow. That's dedication to listen to podcast episodes for something you're not even watching, but thank you. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. I don't know. Maybe listening, us reviewing it will make you want to watch it, even though half of it is bad review, half of it's good review. <laughs> there are good episodes. I, I, you know, Exit 13, I, I was surprised by how much I liked it, like I said. So you never know. There could be a good one that pops up, but yeah. Yeah, it has its enjoyable moments. Yeah. I think it's best for me. I, I just view them as separate. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like this is a separate thing, totally, from the first two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And if you go in with that mindset, it's a little easier to enjoy parts of it. 
Yeah, and uh, another uh, good mindset, and go into it with. I watched it uh, several months ago with my best friend, who was watching it uh, through all throughout uh, for the very first time. She's seen episodes here and there before this point, but this is her first time seeing it all the way through. Uh, she went into season three with a very open-minded mindset, not really expecting much, I think. she, was, I think she was a little bit uh, nervous because she heard about how many people really dislike Annie, uh, but she uh, knew a lot of it basically from fanfiction, I write. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, she really enjoys it because of her open-minded attitude towards it. Yeah, I'll definitely say, well, I don't know who's listening and haven't seen season three besides this one person, but I wouldn't judge a show or movie based on what someone had said or disliked about it. Um, I'll at least give it a try. yeah. Like, two episodes a try, like, because uh, episode one doesn't really count speeds in there. But, like, yeah, give episode one and two a try. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, then, yeah, stop watching it. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I'd say give it a couple episodes uh, after he leaves, just because, I don't know, the first one. I can't even remember what the first one was, but I don't know. I feel like you have to get at least a couple episodes in to see. Um, get the feel for what the show's going to be like. Or just pick out a few of the uh, really good episodes. Uh, since it's not really a linear uh, season, you can watch episodes separately and not even notice you missed anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like in the episode before, Exit 13, and this one, her panther makes no appearance, right? Nope. Oh, wait. Nope. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like sometimes it pops up, sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't think, really add much to it when it does. Yeah, I think the only linear thing right now that I could tell is that in the beginning they're at school and now they're not at school. They're on the road and eventually they'll go back to school. Man, I didn't even remember them going back to school. So, geez. <laughs> remember that, that uh, Mr. Magnetism episode? Oh, it's like that's at school. (laughs) Yeah, it's during spring break, actually, but I don't know why they're doing all that during spring break. Anyway, thank you everyone for the feedback. We really appreciate it. Yes, always great to hear from you guys. Yep. So, things to bring up I think there's been some stuff going on social media and media itself and all that. One, Mackenzie Phillips is in the new season of Orange is the New Black. I mm. haven't seen that show at all or the season, so I don't know if she's in many episodes. I think she's in more than one. I think she's in six episodes of it, six or seven, the last six or seven. Yeah, so that's really cool. I think, you know, seeing her acting is always a treat. I really wanted to watch it uh, so I can see her in it, but it is so hard to watch past, like, season four. I think season three was the last good season, and then uh, season four is just meh, and then anything after that is, like, 
I don't know. It's sad. <laughs> well, it's based off a book, right? Uh, yeah. So are they like way past the book's plot now? I think so. Okay. I yeah. That's generally not a good thing in my mind. I've, I haven't watched the show. But. Yeah. I recommend only the first three seasons. <laughs> but I think it's great that she's um, got this this uh, role in Orange is the New Black. And I think a lot of people have watched that show and recognized her and started thinking back to So Weird again, which is cool. Yeah. And I, I've seen on her Instagram that people are making fan art for her <laughs> and her character, which is awesome. Yeah, and she's um, she's pretty active on social media, as in tweeting some things and posting stuff on her Instagram. And she, she always likes people's comments. Um, and she likes and sometimes replies to people on Instagram, which is cool. And also recently, maybe a few weeks ago, um, she posted a picture that um, Jimmy had posted on the So Weird Instagram of the Phillips Kane band. She posted hmm. it on her Instagram, which is so cool. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Well, uh, we haven't recorded as much lately, and we forgot to bring this up on the last couple episodes. So back on July 25th, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ryan Johnson, who is the director of The Last Jedi of Star Wars, he tweeted out a picture of the So Weird logo. And then soon after that, he explained why. Because someone said, uh, replied to him and said, Ryan help me understand how the logo from that Mackenzie Phillips show I watched on Disney relates to the Dodgers. <laughs> so he said, if a game goes past midnight in the time zone, it's being played in it's weird baseball and you get to eat ice cream. Also, I cut many promos for so weird when I worked at Disney channel. So worlds collide. <laughs> and uh, that tweet actually has 671 likes. <laughs> Which oh, is wow. really funny to me. But I, obviously the most interesting part of this and shocking to me is that he is the mastermind behind the great So Weird promos we have. Yeah. <laughs> He's the guy that edited the, the promos. And it's just funny to me because I would certainly not look at those promos and go, oh, that guy's going to be a Star Wars director someday. But, I mean, you <laughs> got to start somewhere, right? And um, Yep. Yeah. So yeah, everyone was tweeting him and someone said something like, uh, please tell me this means that you're going to be uh, behind the So Weird revival. <laughs> I think he, he liked the tweet or something just, you know, kind of jokingly. And then uh, <laughs> we, we let John Wiseman know about it because he's a Dodgers fan and they interacted and yeah, it was really fun. Well, the last thing I guess we'll talk about tonight is the uh, fact that So Weird's 20th anniversary is less than six months away now. Is it less than five months away? I'm so old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. So <laughs> So Weird's 20th anniversary is going to be January 18th, 2019. And you might be wondering, uh, why are we talking about it now? It's, you know, months away. 
uh, well, that's not as far off as you think, <laughs> especially with Halloween coming up and Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's going to go by really fast. So I started a thread on our forum, so-weird.proboards.com, uh, for us to generate some ideas of ways we can celebrate the show for its 20th anniversary. Um, if you have any ideas, please post on there and, and share. Uh, this isn't just podcast related. This is for the fandom at large. So it doesn't have to be related to the podcast. Um, it can be just any little idea you have for what we can do to show our support for the show. If you're not on that forum and you don't want to join it or whatever, you can also like send an email to the general email I have for so for our little So Weird projects. The email is so weird on Disney at gmail.com. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I mean, I think we all would love for Disney to have some article on ohmydisney.com or something saying, oh, yes, So Weird premiered 20 years ago today. Huh. But it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we need to find another way to just give So Weird a shout out and uh, let people know that fans still care. Yeah, I personally would love to see some uh, fan art. Yes. You know, yes. Oh my god. Also is uh, an idea I just thought of cuz I've seen this in little like fan uh videos, edits, vines and all that when uh they get screen caps of like a lot of tweets and they have it like flashing all the tweets of like whatever. And uh what I do on the Twitter is I retweet every tweet that I can find that talks about so weird. And it's usually people missing it, saying, like, am I the only one that remembers the show? <laughs> or, uh, you, or it's like, oh, this needs to get rebooted or revival or something. So, like, that could be something else. Like, screen capping a lot of those and have it, like, thrown in the video. Like, so many people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A while back, uh, my best friend was... Uh, trying to draw a poster of uh like a so weird uh poster and it looked so good and i uh, i don't think she ever finished it i know she listens to this so she better finish it (laughs) there are people who want it not just me (laughs) yeah just anything (laughs) it's so weird related is so exciting to see in terms of fan art and fan creations uh, definitely send those our way any way that you want to. And like I said, any idea at all, it could be something really small or really elaborate. Uh, we'd love to hear what your all's ideas are. And we have one in mind for the podcast. Uh, but yeah, we're going to keep that a secret and see if it all comes to pans out. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. All right. So this concludes the episode of the So Weird Podcast. I'm Kathy. I'm Emily. And I'm Melissa. And keep the faith. Bye. Bye. Bye.